do, what it do, what it do, baby. We back at it again with this thing called Wooisms. Yes, sir. And we on episode 27. Yes. 27. Yes. Man, uh, we sitting up in here today, man. The AV coordinator. Boy, the AV guy strikes again. God man, damn it. When I said surround yourself with people... Who know a little bit more than you do, and it's okay. And that's what we did, man. We we invested yeah. in each other. And Gerald came through once again for the podcast. Big time. Because not only do we got this bright ass light that don't make you no brighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, thing, one thing we're not gonna do. Man, we not gonna do. We not finna pick up what we left off last week. I was on a roll last week. Uh, man. Yeah, I'm crazy. Slow your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> but Gerald got us hooked up, man. You know, uh, so hopefully, if it sounds a little bit better today, uh, let us know because we trying something different today. Yeah. So just let us know how how the feedback, uh, how the sound quality is. Uh, as always, check out the YouTube page. And um, another thing we doing today, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even introduce. It's your boy Woo, <laughs> and I'm sitting here with the co-host, the homie Big Heads. What's happening? What's happening? We got the homie Jay Easy behind the mic, the what lens. Up? What up? Start praising him, man. He just now nah, he don't even know what to say now. He's sitting over there with his little composition book. I'm man, surprised. He taking notes. Yeah, I'm surprised he said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, we also got the homie Zell on the line with us today. Hold on, you got to say his name right. You got to say his name right, because he got a prestigious sounding name. His name is Zebediah McLeod, but you can't even say it like that. You got to say it. What's going on, y'all? Zebediah McLeod. Man. Yes, sir. <laughs> Bro sounds like he sounds like uh, uh, like he's along the same elk as Frederick Douglass. <laughs> W.E.B. Du Bois. Prestigious. Booker. Like he should have T. a statue Washington. of himself somewhere. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. Speaking into existence. <laughs> <laughs> the homie Zebediah McCloud is joining us today. Thank you for joining us, my brother. Hey, man, that's all right, man. Because, look, yeah. we're going to make it do what it do. And uh, today we coming with uh, a Bro Codes Part 2. Yeah. Yes, sir. For everybody that's been rocking with us from the beginning, you know we did, in our early stages, we did a Bro Code-isms. Yeah. And, uh... And during that episode, man, we brought to the light, man, do bro codes still exist? And we had a situation going on, man, with two of my chapter bros. One happens to be my, my line brother, then another one happens to be uh, a Neo three years down the line. And it was a situation going on with a certain female. And, you know, we're not going to go back into that, but just go back and listen to the bro code-isms episode and you'll get a full understanding but today you know we was just doing some talking earlier in the week and Sean was like what'd you say Sean? I said we gotta come back with it got a homeboy that I had a situation mm. 
had a situation and what a perfect time to just come back with yeah. Bro Coles part two. Yes, sir. So, you know, I think this is a perfect time to, you know, let Zeb go ahead and let us know a little bit more in detail about the situation since it was, he was involved. And then we'll go from there. Yeah, man. Uh, like you said, you was talking about your issue. Uh, you said surrounding the female. You shouldn't have mine. I said the situation surrounding the female, you know, two. This is back a long time ago. Uh, that's very nice. It was a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, dating this chick, man, for about a good year. But I never really could, really could commit to her because, you know, brother was drunk. So I'm still having my fun, you know. So Right. Trying to, trying to sell your raw oats. <laughs> So, so y'all was y'all was working together. So 
Did you know him prior to y'all working together or y'all formed oh, that? We, we went to high school together. So, you know, we all came up here with Birmingham. Well, Birmingham came up to Birmingham together. So, this was like around college. So, Damn. Okay, so y'all so y'all knew each other like like me and Sean. We we met in high school, you know what I'm saying, college, grown hood, okay then. So you knew old buddy in high school. So y'all y'all had that, that brotherhood from high school on into college. Now when I say true brotherhood, man, I'm just like, man, if I ain't had it, he'll hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I got you. Like if like if you want to go out and drink, go out and drinks and he ain't have it. I'm like, man, no brother, I got you. And he was like, right. vice versa, so it was like, true, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the shit got on, like, man, the shit, like, real fucked up. That you, that you did some shit like this, you know what I'm saying? So, so, all right, so, we, we came from high school, we got to UAB, we got a job together, we working together. So, the chick you with at the time, so all y'all work together? No, no, no. We weren't working this this long college. This was before this was all college. Okay. So okay, so yeah, so you and you and bro didn't work together. It's just No. Okay, alright, okay, alright, alright, alright. Alright. So what gets me is is the first mistake bro made when violating bro codes is for one, not telling you that he spoke with your lady. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like, if, for like, if Till was to reach out to me about son or something like that, then for one, we're not finna say nothing. Right. Right. But then at the same time, like, Okay, if she was to text me, then I'ma shoot Sean a message like, "Hey, what's going on?" She's exactly. texting me. Exactly. And maybe I'm giving a little bit too many gems because my wife is in the building <laughs> right now, so she she act like she on her phone, but she trying to hear what we saying. Hold on. But it's all. Hold on, real quick, to do it live. Hey, he love you, Tay. Say it one more time, Sean. He love you, Tay. Yeah. Cause she 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 got she 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 came home last week and was like, oh you like Meg's knees? Mm. Mm. You gotta be careful what you put on wax, son. So look, man, next next topic we gonna talk about is when is it time to unfollow your significant? <laughs> we're gonna get back to this topic right here. <laughs> but uh, so so that's 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 number one. Bro hit your lady or your lady might have hit bro. We don't know who initiated the first conversation. But it don't matter because like I like I gave him my example. If she would have text or she would have called, I don't know nothing. At all. At, at the same time, I'm hearing Sean like, hey bro, what's going on? Right. You know what I'm saying? What, what I need to know because Tib hit me asking me about this. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So that that's that's what that's what bro. Go ahead. Oh, he got me one time. 
<laughs> the, the one questionable moment we've had in our entire friendship. He got me one time. Oh, we gonna we gonna have to hear about this. Yeah, he got me one time. He it now and to be fair, like he it, I didn't really communicate completely what was going on, so he didn't know the full story. But like, I was in the bathroom when she came in, and she was like, "Where's Sean at?" Take my shit. Yeah, and she, he was like, "Oh, he in the room." I was like, "Fuck," because like we were at it. Uh-huh. Man, we got one to. A huge argument. She jumping all on the bed. She had to because she had to be out of there. Exactly. Hollering and screaming. <laughs> but wait. So did she want to argue while you were still shitting? No. Because she didn't know exactly where I was at. He said he in the room. I wasn't in the room. And so she just sat and waited. Oh. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Yeah. But. Yeah. That was pretty bad. Damn, so you got scared. You were like, fuck it. He know. <laughs> Go get him. <laughs> he ain't really know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so the second thing that Wu sees wrong with this is bro going out to eat with your lady. Like... And, and, like, he still hadn't brought Zev into the loop yet. And all. Why y'all all? Oh, so she threw it so in your she, face. Yeah. Where they went to go eat it? Do you remember? Oh, okay. So this nigga trying to get some ass. Oh, the way to take A Mexican restaurant. Oh, yeah. Over Margarita. Yeah. Taco Tuesday. Yeah. With $2 margarita. Yeah. That's- he trying to get some tequila coochie. <laughs> Yeah, bro was living foul, man. So that that was number two, and then number three, you still didn't know none of this occurred until after or during and after the, the argument with your girl at the time. So bro had all this time to tell you he, he could have just just you know what I'm saying diverted it off of him and was like, Zed, your lady hit me up, so you know. I wanted to see what she was talking about, so we went we went to the Mexican joint. Yeah. He could have said some shit like that, but he never said anything. They didn't say nothing. I found out about the chick at the yard, You know what I'm saying? Wow. That's so, foul. So that shit cold blood. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, yeah. And that's all you want to work for for people like that. Just one down. Whole ass niggas. Yeah. Pretty much. Let's just call it's called an ace of ace and a spade of spade. Yeah. Yeah. That that's some that's some that's some whole ass tendencies. You know what I'm saying? Like for for you as a male. You know what I'm saying? So here here it is. I listened to I listened to the, the previous episode the old episode. Yeah. So I I gotta I gotta go I gotta go back to some old things. So I gotta put my mature boo hat on. on. There we go. There we go. Hat on, there we go. And I gotta talk to the fellas real quick. Fellas, let me drop some gems on y'all real quick. For one, and we already we already broke down the bro, the bruh, the brother, the brethren. You don't use those terms with everyone. Right. So if I'm calling you my brother, that means we have a bun like no other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if my my wife 
hits you up and is telling you that we got some issues going on, the first thing you should do if it's a text message, don't respond just so quickly. Nah, you gotta find you gotta hit your boy up. You got to. Nah, yeah, it's mandatory. Like as soon as I see the text, I'm like, that's odd. Yeah, I'm about to say, like, I wouldn't even respond. I'll hit you up. You know, I'm like, hey, what's up? And if, if you so happen to fuck up and you got an iPhone and they see that you read the message, play that shit off and say, oh, what happened? You get the intel, my dude. Right. And you go back to your brother and you let your brother know what's been said and how he should move around. See, this is, I don't have to have these problems. No. I don't have these issues. No. Because my wife's sitting over there. Nope. And, and we don't have no problems. He love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, baby. <laughs> so, that's number one. Number two, you always play dumb to the situation. You get as much information as you can so you can go back to your boy, your brother, and you say, hey, man, what the fuck is you doing? But, bro, like, I ain't even responding to her until I talk to him. Like, I got to get his side of it first. So when I hear her side, I got something to compare it to. Right. Like, I can't just be like, all right, you know, she texts me, and I'm like, hey, man, your girl hit me up. And then just leave it at that. I'm like, no, she hit me up. Why do you think she hit me up? Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, the homeboy's going to know why she did it. That is facts. You know, so it's that like. That is facts. If it's somebody that you close with and you call your brother, he will know where you fucked up at. Yeah. Absolutely. So you got to, it's like, you got to communicate on both sides. You have to. Yeah, you can't just be like, and then you can't leave the girl hanging either, because then she gonna know something up. So you gotta kind of be crafty. Okay, all right. So who is about to play devil's advocate? And this is for both of you, gentlemen. Say you are real close with both. Yeah. I'm going to throw Gerald in the mix. Gerald has been knowing me and Tay all our lives. Yeah, I grew up in the church. In the church. In the church. Tabernacle. Glory. Glory be to God. Every time I turn around, he's making a way. <laughs> hey! Boy, I'm about to get the preacher up here. Oh, Lord. Woo! He got the holy shoulder going. <laughs> the holy shrug. The holy shrug. <laughs> Next thing you know, he gonna grab him, grab his towel and hit that preacher pad. Ooh, well, when the towel, my towel. Yeah, the preacher Ooh, pad. Preacher Paul. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know I'm crazy, man. But look, so Gerald has been knowing Kendrick and Quintavia. All his life, because we grew up in the church together. So he's friends with both of us. You're caught in this situation. Where does your loyalty lie? What do you do, Gerald? Well, of course, 
if we saying that Tay hit me up, mo- most likely though, what she gonna say though is, you need to talk to your friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what she gonna say. But you know, I'm, of course, I'm gonna check with you first just to even know what the overall situation is. Cause like I said, you don't know. Like I ain't just finna first like, like just engage in some conversation about you. Right. Like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's all the way out the window. Sean, how how would how would you how would you handle the situation? I mean, you still gotta check with both. Like <laughs> I'm probably like just on my phone going from one text to the other. Trying to piece it all together. Yeah, you you hitting both sides. Yeah, I'm and, hitting and both sides. The, you being the middle, the middle person to right. to and, be the level head. And then I'm remaining neutral the entire time. Yeah, like I'm not going left or right either way. I'm remaining neutral the entire time. So then, one can't be like, well, you picked her side, or you picked his side, or mm-hmm. you know, something like that. You got to remain neutral if you that close to both. That's true. What about you, Zeb? So, 
could I handle that situation a little bit better? Of course I could have. I could have just stayed neutral. Yeah. I could have been like, bro, you fucking up. I could have been like, hey, sis, you fucking up too. And left it at that. Instead of me picking bro side over the homie, the lady homie. So I guess like I'm trying to say, as we get older, we, we understand these things and we call it a situation like that. But I guess ultimately, we always tend to lean to being that for the fellas. I mean, it's, that comes with maturity too. Because I mean like, younger, younger us would have automatically sided with the guy. Right. But like, I mean, with us being like in marriages now and seeing what we've seen and done what we've done, like we know that it's not always good to just side with, go one-sided. So that's like that classic bros before hoes. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Pretty like, so, it's, it's, so that that's not really. Man, that's, <laughs> it's complex, man. Yeah. It's a lot of different facets yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, man, look, we've been around some shit tonight. Right. I mean, like, in the, in the situation that we talking about now, as far as trying to remain neutral if you're approached by the other's significant other, it's best just to be, remain neutral. Right. But, like, it's other situations where it's like, yo, dog, you shouldn't do that. Like, she got to fall back when it come to us. You know, and I'm pretty sure it's the same way with females as well. Yeah. Like, women probably have right, like, the she, same she, thing. But you know, older now, like, she do still, like, try to, I guess, lean more towards the fellow side and, and kind of stick together. You know, because, you know, women don't always stick together. Well, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> ah, I mean, man. That, that's, yeah, that, that's kind of hard, bro. I mean, you know, and and we we gonna have some females on to, to, to tell us their point of view at, at a later time. But I mean, I think and see, this is this is where our old way of thinking versus new school. Because, like, us, we would say, you know what I'm saying, we loyal to our brothers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though we may be as equally loyal to homegirl, but I guess it's, it's that if you sell out your boy, then they go back and say, damn. Well, who pulled a whole ass move and did this? So it could probably be a little bit of pride. It could probably be a little bit of that toxic, to- toxic masculinity. I don't know. But bro, like, but I think that's the difference between like our our age and like these new niggas too. Cause like I was watching, like for instance, I was watching First Forty Eight last night, and mm-hmm. it was the case from Mobile. And, like, the dude was over his girl's house. Baby daddy shows up wanting to see the kids. The dude calls his brother, tries to make it seem like the baby daddy's a threat to him. Brother comes over, shoots the baby daddy, kills him. So then they bring him in for interrogation. The, bro- the brother admits that, hey, look, I came over there because my brother said he needed help, and I did what I had to do. 
And then the dude that called him was like, I didn't call him over there. He came over on his own. Mm-hmm. So I was like, dog, you sell your, you sell your brother. brother out. Yeah. And like the dude told him, he like the detective was like, look, he's like, you really making this bad for your brother. Like you need to fess up and really tell us what happened. He's like, I ain't calling him over there. I was like, damn. And that's his brother. His blood brother. Mm-hmm. And he just sold him out like that. But, like, that's just... Loyalty ain't really the same no more, bro. It, it's, it doesn't come right. in the same way that it does when, you know, when we came up. And I think that's a big difference. That's true. That's true, man. Um, so, <clears throat> we got a second part to the podcast tonight. And uh, Sean will introduce that when we come back after break. But, of course... We gotta hear from the sponsors. We gotta fill up our drinks. We gotta put some more calls on because it wouldn't be a wooisms if we didn't have all that to the max. Yeah. So we're gonna take this commercial break and then we're gonna come back and Sean gonna introduce the second half and we're gonna keep this thing rolling. Yeah. Alright, we back, we back, we back, man. Yeah. You know, got the homie Woo and the homie Zelbadaya McLeod. Man. That's like a faculty advisor now. Boy, that must sound like he works at an institute. Man, it, it sounds like he is an institution of name. <laughs> 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 like, like, hey, that's a build. You have a building named after you when you have a name like that. The, the uh, Zebedee McCloud Chemistry Building. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Zebadiah McLeod Institute of Art. <laughs> but, well, look, man, we you know we've been touching on bro codes, man, and you know it's it's every time we talk about it, we just realize how different it is compared to like you know our generation versus like the generation coming up now, man. But you know, one thing I wanted to get into, man, was the importance of a wingman. Because more than likely, if you call somebody your brother, man, they are your wingman, or should be, right? You know, so I think it's, like, really important that you play that role well. And the conversation came from when me and Zell were talking earlier today. We were (laughs) reliving some of our glory days. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay, man. And, um, he was like, man, you know what? You was a hell of a wingman. I was like, you know what? I appreciate that. I did throw some some, some good logs back in the day. Oh, man, so you was up there early hooping. Oh, man, I was putting it right by the rim. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah letting you show out. He was my first call for my, for my uh, uh, Blake Griffin. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, Lob City. Okay, Lob City. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Zell, Zell, you was jumping over the kid. Hey, jumping over the kid. The goddamn uh, chili, who else in the way? <laughs> okay then, okay, okay. Alright, so man, um which one of y'all fellas wanna take the reins and give a good definition of a wingman? I'll start. Okay. So first of all, a good wingman is going Already going in, he knows his role. 
Okay. Right? So we're talking about roles again. Yeah, talking we're not about talking roles. talking about all these other things. No, no, we're not. No, 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 we're not talking about entanglements. Okay. We're not I, doing that. We're not doing entanglements. that. Entanglements? Yeah, that song was fire, though, by the way. That was a And Rick Ross dropped. Bars. Bars. Yes. Bars. You, you gotta have the willpower. <laughs> Are you gonna be jaded? Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> my bad. All right. So, <laughs> we. Conversation had to be, hey dog, you really smashing my mama? I mean, she do got that bitches for I sure. mean, you know, she can't. That ain't doing it right. She can't. <laughs> that's like, dog, that's like a porn gone wrong. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, hey, we get back to what it means to be a wingman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had a TV timeout. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. But, thank a good wingman. One, they know they roll. Um, typically, like, they surveying everything, right? So like y'all go out, like they seeing everything, mm-hmm. and they and they know, just like when LeBron passed the ball to somebody, he passed it to them a certain way so they can catch it a certain way, because mm-hmm. they like to shoot it when they catch it a certain way. The wingman knows how to do that every time with the, with his boys, so he know how to get the boy over to the girl or the girl over to the guy in the right way okay. to set them up for success. You know, like, and it's and it's money every time. So, but also too, you gotta be since you know your role, you gotta be supportive too. You gotta be supportive the whole time, because if not, then it's gonna fall apart. Like, you can't be like, all right, man, like I'm gonna help you for a second, but I'm gonna get back over here. Like, if you the wingman, then you don't do that. Like, I was when we were talking earlier, for me, it was easy for me to be a wingman because I was already married. So, like, when everybody else was single, it was no benefit for me to try to do anything else. So, why not try to set my homeboys up when I could? Okay, okay, okay. So, you can't be selfish. All right. Uh, uh, Professor McLeod. Why, yes. What's, what's, yes. What's, uh, what's your definition of being a wingman? <laughs> Right. 
so before we get into experiences of being a wing man, receiving from the wing man, <coughs> all right. So <clears throat> when I when I think of being a wing man, it has to be that friend that is has to give the gab. Yeah. Well, what do you mean by the gift of gab, boo? Well, I'll tell you what it means by the gift of gab. That friend is social. That friend knows no stranger. That friend just doesn't give a fuck what they say. Not saying who was that friend, but who could be that friend for his friend. In the past. Mm-hmm. Why, son? He love you, Tay. Dang! <laughs> love you, baby. <laughs> That wingman has to know how to work the crowd. Absolutely. That wingman has to be the life of the party. Yeah. So when they start flocking and talking to the wingman, the wingman can divert to his home. I think that was very elegantly put. Oh, boy. That was I very elegant. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, what we call a wooism. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're dropping was... a few gems tonight. So, what I think about that comes to my mind when I think of wingman is the five heartbeats. With shot, brother. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you can Google and YouTube the scene when JT and Duck play shot, brother, mm-hmm. and understand what it means to be a wingman. That's the visual that I get, that Wu gets when he thinks of wingman, right? And we all have, I know I have some good homies that are wing me. Don't really be trying. It just happens. You know, and like I said, I ain't gonna drop their names. They might not want to be known as wing me. <laughs> they might want to stay in the shadows until they see their bat symbol come out. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, you know, it's, it's been times, man, of, you know, back in, back, in, back in college, back in those days, back in high school, man, or, you know what I'm saying, just kicking it, and we'll be out, and, you know what I'm saying, the homie be like, you, you can look and tell when one of your homies is eyeing somebody. Yeah. Nigga just got that gloss in their eye. You see them, may say a thing or two, want to buy a drink, try to be a little social, so you can, you can pick up on context clues. Right. You can read the room. Survey you the land. Survey the land. Yeah. In the military, we call that scan your land. Yes. Yes. You can see that. So that wing man should should be abreast of the situation and take control. And help this homie out because sometimes, man, you might have a homie that's that shot, bro. 
don't know how to talk to a lady. Yeah. That's where you come in. You just need somebody to jumpstart. Just, just need somebody to crank crank that wheel. the ball rolling. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Push your ass down and he, you know, like like an avalanche. Right. It starts small, but that bitch keep going down. You know what I'm saying? You just need somebody to help you be that avalanche. Yeah. And yeah. just roll off into the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, y'all also forgetting something else too about the wingman. What? The wingman uh, also needs to be very observant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You gotta be able to see everything. Yeah, because like <clears throat> they also gotta be your shield and deflect. Yeah. What you don't want coming is because sometimes the wingman has to take on <laughs> one of those bodyguard rooms, un- unwanted ones that come over there, and they yeah. gotta be able to pull them. A way to free up your homeboy. Yeah, yeah. that happens yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and ladies and gentlemen, what we mean by that is, we all know, in a group of females, say if, if it's five females, four of them is gonna be fine, and it's gonna be that one ugly duck, <laughs> and that one ugly duckling might be eyeing your freak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta recognize that though. You have to recognize that that ugly duckling is trying to take advantage of your friend. Awareness gotta be high. And try to make a beautiful swarm. Yeah, you can't have awareness on 50. You gotta be 99 <laughs> on awareness to be a good wingman. You know what I'm saying? Prime example. We got a little bro in the building. Yep. And when little bro was on, the, he was on the episode. He was telling, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh man. He was he was telling about some things. Yeah. So so one thing about a wingman too. Wingman got to look out for your best interest when you're not able to. When you are. <laughs> when, you're not, when you're not able to look out for your best interest, that wingman got to be like, dog, I got you. I got you, dog. Look, I know you thinking right now that this is good, but trust me, it is not. It is not good at all. At all. And it is up as if, if I wouldn't be your brother if I didn't get you out of this situation. Out of this predicament. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's a hell of a predicament. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. It's like, wingman got to be like, yo, that's why the observation piece is so huge. So huge. Because it's, it's like, very important. your homeboy can be over there about to drown, <laughs> and it's his own doing. As, as DMX said in the verse, Oh. <laughs> right, right. And it could be his own doing, dog. And you gotta be, you gotta be able to pull him up out of there and be like, "Hey, bro, this, uh-huh. ain't, this ain't it. This ain't it at all." So, yeah. so I'm gonna let me let me tell you about his birthday. Okay. So we go to the A, right? And um, me and him go up a day before everybody else get there. So. Yeah. Like he said, it was for his birthday. And, like, Zeb had, like, stacked up money. He had been working a lot. So, like, he was ready to have a good time, right? So, we go to Onyx. We in there, you know, get a couple dances. And uh, we were taking these shots. And so, I ordered a hookah or whatever. And I noticed, like, he's getting a ton of dances, but he's also taking a ton of shots. And so at that point, immediately, I was like, all right, Sean, you got to slow down because he going zero to nothing. Zero to nothing. Zero to nothing. 
zero to a hundred real quick. Like drinks. Yeah, yeah. And so you gotta, you can't, you can't max out with him if he already going there. So Zell was like, yo, and like we already had money on this, but he's like, yo, go to the ATM and get a thousand dollars out. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, what? A thousand, my G? Get a thousand dollars out. I know he done. He's chewed at this point, right? All he see is scattered ass and titties. That's the only thing he see. <laughs> scattered ass and titties and and shots. That's all he sees. So I'm like, all right, oh, give man, me that's a hell of a combination. Yeah. Just give me a card. You see why I have a thousand dollars? I'm trying to get it. He was like, go get a thousand dollars out. So I was like, no. So I went and got five hundred out and kept two hundred. It was like here. That's how done he was. He didn't even realize I didn't give him a thousand dollars. Only gave three hundred ones. <laughs> Only gave him three hundred ones. And he didn't even realize it. Like that's how done he was, right? So night goes on, you know, he's still taking shots, man. Throwing money, getting these dances. And uh, and like this is a waitress that's trying to holler at him, and he like, yo, go get six hundred more dollars. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not giving you no more money, bro. So I go to the ATM. I got three hundred out. I hold three hundred and give him the two hundred that I didn't give him initially. Still didn't realize I ain't give him six hundred dollars. So you know, we we kicking it, we have fun. All right, man, you know it's time to roll out. Let's go. On the way out, it was a you know it was a woman that was like showed interest, but he just bypassed it. So we walk out. And I was like, "Yo, did you get a number?" He was like, "Oh God, no! We must go back." <laughs> it was like Batman in a movie. He was like, "We must go back." <laughs> but the thing is, what you know, with most clubs, especially strip clubs, they not just gonna let you back in there. No, right. So I had to finesse not only the door guy, but I had to finesse the um, so I had to finesse the bouncer and I had to um, finesse the guy that was taking cash to let us back in. I was like, dog, we literally just walked out like two minutes ago. Like I give you ten dollars, you just keep it and just let us back in here, bro. And so, which is what twenty or thirty to get in. So finesse. He's talking to the girl. Her sister, she has a drunk sister that's just being all over the place. So I take the sister over to another part of the club mm-hmm. so he can have his time to get the number. <laughs> In the midst of that, the sister somehow collapses. Wow. She was just that drunk. She just, like, we sit there having a conversation. Just collapse. It was a wild night, bro. She collapses. So I help her up, and I'm like, yo, you got the number? He's like, yeah, I'm good. As soon as I asked him if he got the number, a stripper falls from the ceiling. Like on Instagram? Like she was on the pole. Yeah, it just wasn't as high. Oh, shit. And when she hit the ground, she said, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) She said, oh, I'm drunk as fuck. And the bouncer bouncer who was a stud was like, God damn it, Keisha. It like scoops up off the stage. No. <laughs> yeah, bro. So, so Zell trying to get two thousand that 
The drunk sister passed out. Yeah. The stripper fell from the pole. Right. And the stud picked up and towed it out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So then we leave, right? Uh-huh. So I'm driving down Peach Street to get back to the hotel because we were downtown. And some, it was it was a voice from the Lord. I'm going to say that. Said, turn left. Because it was a cop up the street. Said, turn left. I turn left. As soon as I turn left and got to the light, he throws up everywhere. In the car? Outside. Oh. It sounded like he was exercising the demon. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> To the hotel, man, you know, sleep it off. But he left his phone in the car. So the chick calls him that night, but he never got the call because the phone was in the car. So was the chick, the chick was a stripper, she was just a random. Just chick. a random. Okay. She was just there in town with her girls. Damn, yeah. Yeah, and he and left the phone in the car. But to be to be perfectly honest. <laughs> but to, to be perfectly honest. I don't know what good he would have been able to do because he was done. I'm talking about stick a fork in him. Done. Not medium. Not medium well. He was well done. Goddamn, Professor. Cooked. You know what? We'll never know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it all worked. Right. Yeah. It kind of worked. Out. Sean was a good week, man. High five. Bam. Yeah. Bam. Took care of my boy, made sure he got, he accomplished what he needed to accomplish for the most part. I couldn't do anything about the phone being in the car, but, you know, I made sure he was straight. Man, that's what's up. You definitely know when, man. You got shit, it's gonna be Sean's place in the end of the day. Man, man, that's, that's, that's some good shit. Some real good shit, man. Yeah, wild night, though. Wild. Wild night. <laughs> wild night. <laughs> Mm. Man, uh, so when does being a wingman go wrong? Mm. Mm. For the wingman? For the wingman, when does it go wrong? Yes. <laughs> when the wingman doesn't want to be a wingman and didn't have anybody to set him up, that's when it goes when wrong. Wingman, when the wingman is yeah, like if I can't like expect if I don't get have anybody to throw a sis to me, then like that's the difference between Chris Paul and Rondo. <laughs> 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 like, like for real, like Rondo, Rondo can dish to everybody and their mama, but ain't nobody gonna pass the ball to Rondo, and Rondo can't shoot. But one of the reasons I feel like he can't shoot because one nobody passing the ball. Chris Paul though, he can do it all. But he's also surrounded by like, you know, a bunch of people, a mm-hmm. bunch of you know, people that are giving him the same thing he's dishing. So, but yeah, I think I think when it goes wrong for the wing man is going back to. Uh, Going back to uh, my example earlier with the five females, four of them are beautiful, 
and one is that ugly duckling, mm-hmm. and the wingman has to intervene and give the ugly duckling some play, just so his homie can get the one that he wants. Because we all know, and ladies, I know y'all listening, y'all know in y'all circle, one of your friends are not up to standards as everybody else. Yeah. And they know exactly who they are. Y'all know. But they be hyping up. And I'm guarantee y'all laughing right now and saying, who is a trip? They be because who up. is right? Because it happens, it happens with fellas. We all know we got that homeboy that <laughs> ain't shit. And I ain't talking about ain't shit like ain't shit. I'm talking about ain't shit like he just hang with the clique. Like he's the odd one out the group. I ain't gonna call no names, but I got homeboys like that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because this is not a podcast where we bash. <laughs> we up now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, when that wing man or wing woman has to talk to that lesser one out that group. Just so one of their friends can get the play that they want, I think that is when wing man turns wrong. Cause like, cause in those situations too, the the ugly duck duckling is thinking that she's gonna get the same treatment as a homegirl with the homeboy, as in maybe a nightcap or other activities. And it's mm-hmm. like, nah, dog, I'm really just having a conversation with you so my boy can get some play on. Don't think that this is going any further. Like that could be bad, but you got some wing man that even take that on the chin. Oh yeah, that'll smash the ugly chick. Oh yeah, just so his homeboy can smash. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. pretty good this week. pretty good? Yeah, I mean, like, I had a long week, but, like, I'm off next week. Mm-hmm. So I kind of anticipated my week being long. Now that my week is over, I have nothing to worry about. Like, I'm good. Just waiting on Monday. Zell, man, this part of the episode, man, what's up, moment of the week, man, is, is when you probably went through something during this week that just pissed you the fuck off. And you just want to get it off your chest and what's up? Like, like uh, Martin and Will did in the first Bad Boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I'm familiar with, with the Musa. I'm really man. Uh, shit, man. The only thing I I need to know about you every week. Bro, don't get me started on this. Oh yeah, man. Sean, Sean went in on this last week. These people in these goddamn masks. I know. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shit, if you had fucking AIDS, you just need somebody just you gotta let the motherfucker know that you got AIDS. So I mean, shit, it's a goddamn uncontrollable virus going on. So fuck your goddamn virus. Shit, what about my goddamn life? Right. Let me, let me stop right there, because I've been on these pump of nears, so I'm loving that hump coming out tonight. Oh, man, <laughs> you got the 93 proof, or you got the 100 proof? I got the 93 proof, man. Oh, man, I got the 100 proof at the house. Oh, yeah. Woo! Woo! That's yes, that's it. That's all I got to say. Yeah. All right. That's all I got to say. I'm trying to start off. Man, so here's my Wusai moment of the week. And <clears throat> I feel like I've said something about this before, but not in this magnitude. People, especially black people, we have to stop putting celebrities on a pedestal. Oh man, I know where you're going with this. We have to stop putting celebrities on a pedestal. Yeah. Okay? It is okay to like that celebrity, but for whatever they do, whether it's acting, whether it's uh, sports, whether it's rapping, like one of my top five, Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Okay? My wife, she throws... Uh, jokes at me all the time because she says I kiss the ground that Kanye walks on. <laughs> it's not that I kiss the ground that he walks on, babe. It's just that I love his music and he's a, in my top five. Love it. Top five, top five, top five. Top five. Love his music. I can decipher from Kanye the artist and Kanye the dumb motherfucker. Okay. Kanye the artist, I love him. All the way from the college dropout. It was the college dropout that made me stay in school. Okay? That's ironic. Yeah. It is ironic. But I figured like, hey, I can't rap. I can't not go to school during while Katrina's happening. Let me get my ass in school. Okay? Kanye the dumb motherfucker, <laughs> Wu does not approve. Man, he tripped. But Wu is not going to put Kanye, the dumb motherfucker, on a pedestal, people. Okay? Kanye is not serious about running for president. Why are y'all getting uptight about this shit? We all know Kanye has a mental disorder. And another thing, I hate that people want to expose his mental disorder. Exploded. Yeah, that too. Shit, that's why I shine on the episode. That's why I shine on the podcast. Because he's, he know the words that I be wanting to say. I just don't know how to say it all the time. <laughs> exploit. What I said? You said exposed. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Exposed and exploit. Yeah, there you Shit. Go. We've been drinking. I might play some Beyonce. I've been drinking. Mm. I've been drinking. I hope you ain't been drinking watermelon. No. <laughs> It's like that. It's like that's a discussion. Shut your ass up. But anyway, back to Kanye, right? We all know that he has a mental disorder. Okay, we 
don't have to exploit that all the time. We know what Kanye does when he wants to drop music. Kanye is not serious about running for president. So why are you black people getting uptight? You have to learn how to decipher from the two. You, you cannot take what these celebrities say and run with the shit. This is not the first time Kanye has done some shit. Just when he was like, I'm, I'm with Trump, MAGA, wearing a, a, a MAGA hat. Everybody got uptight about that shit. Why? If we would have put on a MAGA hat, they would like, that nigga crazy. But shit, that's woo. But let Kanye do it. This nigga stupid. This nigga don't like black people. How the fuck you gonna say Bush don't like black people, but then he with Trump? Why the fuck y'all giving all this energy to that? Come on, we gotta be smart about black people. We have to. But I'm still gonna listen to Kanye music when he dropped it. It's fire. It is. And another thing. Kim Kardashian West. Mm-hmm. You got to get a hold of your mama. What because there's something going on in that household, in that family. Kanye is not just going to tweet all that bullshit about Chris, about, as he referred to her boyfriend as the Kanye. The what? The Kanye. Because she dating a young black dude. Yeah, yeah. And he referred to him as the Kanye. So my nigga ain't that goddamn retarded if he's still sending out shots. That, that's a woo move to me. He called him the Kanye. Wow. But Kim has to say, hey, this is my husband. I know he has mental issues, but y'all need to bag the fuck up. Unless it's going to be on the next uh, season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I don't know. I have to ask my wife because she's in tune to that shit. What, what about that, Tay? <laughs> Is that going to be on Keeping Up with the Kardashians? I don't know yet. Huh? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. Hey, what up, Till? I'm going to give him a woosah moment of the week. Oh, what's that about? About black folks and how they give too much clout to celebrities. And we're talking about Mr. Kanye West. But anyway, that's all I got to say about my what's up on the week. Let me hit my crown. <laughs> Anybody else got something to say? Oh, wow. Come, yeah, you can't, you can't follow about that. <laughs> I, think, I think we good. That's why I always let Sean or, or Gerald or anybody else go first. Because it seems like I always get heated over you. And it's not that I mean to. But uh, Professor Zebediah McLeod, brother, we appreciate you for joining us tonight. Yeah, man. Hey, man, I appreciate it, man. I enjoy listening to y'all every week, man. You know, y'all keep hitting them hard, man. Something's going to work out for y'all, man. I appreciate, I appreciate y'all being a light for us, being, being a voice for us. You know, now is the time 
know, we don't even have the people's ways. And I think yeah, that's what y'all do, man. Y'all are truly authentic, man. Y'all let the world know that it's okay to be yourself, you know. Yes, sir. Shout out to y'all, man. Appreciate it, we, brother. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. We really do, man. And, uh, man, we we appreciate y'all. We appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Not only joining us tonight, man, but tuning in each and every week, man, and just keeping up. You know what I'm saying? With what 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 we trying to do. You know, uh, like I, I mean, I might say this every episode, man. This this podcast, this platform is for you know highlighting the black community, highlighting black entrepreneurship. But at the same time, man, it's just three three friends. Kicking back, having a good time doing what we do. Yeah. You yep. know what I'm saying? And, you know, we appreciate, you know, like you and, and the other listeners, man, each and every week. If you're not listening, you following on the YouTube page. And <clears throat> me personally, I couldn't do this without my two brothers. Once again, I said brothers because I love them two just like they are my brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I met Zell through Sean. You know what I'm saying? And we became brothers. You know? That's just how that worked, man. Uh, I'm going to get off my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> we good, man. You good, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Jerry, you got something to say? I'm good, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> boy, the only thing he was missing today was projecting a cart to pull it, pushing in, boy. That boy pulled out of everything today. Well, look, man, I I came in, Gerald and pulled out, you know, a little mixer, the laptop, the lights, the AV wires, the connectors, all that other. Uh, geek shit. <laughs> because, you know, my, my nigga used to, he used to wear them big ass bifocals back in the day. <laughs> but, hey man, I appreciate my brother, man, because he, he take care of us. Like, he, yeah. he coming with something new every week to make this look Professional. Yeah, for sure. You know? For sure. Even though we 27 episodes in, we still learning as we go. Yeah. But we getting better as we go as well. And happy belated birthday to the boy, man. Yes, the boy sir. birthday done passed. Yeah, man. My dog getting old, man. Yeah, man. Old as hell out here, man. <laughs> At least that's what the kids say. So, yeah, man. We gonna get up out of here. But, uh, you know, we got a little brother to little bro. You got anything you want to get off your chest? Okay, then we got a little bro homeboy in the building. Homie, what's your name? Uh, Brian. Brian. The kid. What? <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looked like, um, you remember city guys that used to come on NBC, like on Saturdays? <laughs> you look like the black dude off of city guys, man. I can't remember his name. That's what, the thing that Flash or something? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Flex. 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 Yeah, that was Flash. <laughs> yeah, Flex. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Well, look, man, we got celebrities in the building tonight, baby. 
Also, man, <laughs> I, got, I got the wife in the building. Tay, anything you want to say tonight? No, no, uh uh-uh. uh. You missed your woo something on the week. What time you got a woo something on the week? No, she don't. No, Girl, she come don't. on over here and get your woo something on the week. No, she don't. Hey, look. No, she don't. Yo, we, I, I'm interested in this. Hey, man, look. And hey, that's all we got this week. <laughs> it's your boy Woo. It's your boy Big Hess, man. And this is another episode of Wooisms, and we out. Hey. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wooisms. It's your boy Woo. Your boy Big Hess. And your boy Jay Easy. You can follow me, your boy Woo, on every social media platform. The Facebook, Kendrick Wooten, on IG, K underscore D underscore Wooten. And you can follow your boy on IG at Big underscore Hessler. You can find me on all platforms under J underscore Easy. And look, also follow the Wooisms page on Facebook, Wooisms, on IG, Wooisms Pod, and on YouTube, Wooisms Podcast. And we're out. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>